Hello and welcome to Business, Barbells and Babies. This is the podcast where we will go far beyond what they teach us in Cert 3 and 4. My name is Ro Hawley and I'm going to be sharing this time with you. We're going to be jumping into the real life shit, the struggles, the challenges, the real conversations that we need to have in order to not only navigate through the industry, but thrive and make a fucking killing. Let's have some fun. Hello, good morning here from Melbourne. It's Friday morning and I'm really looking forward to having a solo chat with you, the listener, um, around this topic because it's a juicy one. Uh, This is a really, really big topic that I'm super passionate about and I feel like is going to come up a lot and that is how your mindset is affecting your business. Now, let's let that one sink in a little bit. So how your mindset is truly affecting the state of your business. Now, I just got back from a cafe. I was having a coffee and and reading a book. And I was just, um, one of the books that I'm reading is called Play Big, Brand Bold by Suze Chadwick. And she... Uh, she is a brand consultant and that doesn't work in the fitness industry at all. Um, and that's actually what I really like about her and this book is that I'm gaining some different perspective from a different industry and a different person, um, which I think is really important. And we'll start talking about that a little bit further in. And there was a chapter around your mindset and how this plays out in the actions that you take. And for those of you that follow me or I've worked with, or no, you know, you'll understand that I am such a big believer and a big advocate for exploring your mindset and doing work and making conscious efforts to understand what the hell is going on upstairs in your brain. So I think I think we're in a position now in this world and in this day and age that people do understand that the way we think influences the actions that we take. But I sometimes don't think that a lot of people truly understand how our mindset can be changed and shaped in order to, you know, get the outcomes that we're after. And for you guys that are listening now, you are most likely in the fitness industry and you're wanting something more from where you're currently at. And we need to really address how our mindset is affecting what is going on with our business. Because at the end of the day, the way we think makes us feel a certain way and that produces or that influences us to take certain actions. And every time we let this, these thoughts, you know, go to chance or we let these thoughts just kind of run their own race, that's what is going to be produced with our business. So we do have the ability to decide what we want to achieve and then reverse engineer back and understand how we as a person need to change in order to influence that outcome. And today I wanted to talk about what I see and some of the big things that I see as a business owner as a, and a mentor and a coach um, when it comes to people leaving their mindset 
to chance. And then, and then talking on the contrary around how when you can really get super intentional with the way you think, how you can get these outcomes and they're not just like, oh, this has just happened, it's luck. Like we can reproduce this stuff over and over again. So I just touched base and, you know, talked about how your thoughts influence your feelings and how they produce outcomes. So let's just really stop and acknowledge that. So thoughts, feelings, actions. The way we think will produce a certain feeling in us. And the way that we feel will influence us to take a certain route and produce a certain outcome. So if I woke up today and if I woke up today and I felt shit, um, I have a choice. The way that I would think could then produce a particular feeling in myself. So I wake up shit. I feel sluggish. I feel unmotivated. I feel like I CBF. And so the actions from my feelings is I'm just going to mill around. I'm not going to do a podcast today. I'm going to second guess myself. I'm going to say, am I, you know, should I be doing this today? I'm going to go and sit on the bed and do some reading or watch Netflix. Alternatively, if I wake up and I feel like shit, I can decide in myself as Ro that, hey, I want to do some shit today. I've blocked out some time. So you've got a choice and you can change the way you feel right now. And that's why every single morning I go and do things that I know will help that mindset change if I feel like shit or help to really like 10x that mindset. So I will go to a cafe, I will read a book and I will pump the good shit into my brain so I can produce these feelings in myself. Um, and that's exactly what I did this morning. So I went to the cafe, I had a coffee, I took a book, and I took a book that I know I knew I wanted to, to influence my thought patterns around. So it was a book called Play Big Brand Bolt, and it's all about branding and marketing and business and that's what I had the intention of talking to you guys about today so I wanted to you know I wanted to really make sure that my mind was tuning into these thought patterns and I was there for like 30 minutes I journaled for um, uh, there was five pages of journaling and I got up and I was like fuck yes let's do this let's start talking about this let's um, let's explore this topic. And I felt really empowered and I felt really powerful and I felt intelligent and articulate to then deliver this podcast to you. And so my actions then were that I came down, I um, boiled my jug, I got my silver tea um, and I made a few notes and I got stuck into what I wanted to do today. Um, but alternatively, it could have been different. Uh, the other option could have been that I woke up, I still went to the cafe and read my book because I do do that on a regular basis. I could have come back home um, and I could have just, you know, taken the stuff from my book, but not really like sat with it and been present. I could have got distracted. I could have jumped on Facebook, read messages and then come back to my house and see that it's a fucking mess and going, shit, I really need to clean the kitchen and then mill around for like two hours and then shit, 
I'm not even doing a podcast for you today. So that's just a really easy example of around how I had structured my morning in order to produce the feelings to produce the action, okay? And we need to be doing that as a business owner or a coach, whether you own the business or if you work with someone, we need to be doing this because we work with human beings every single day. Okay, and as human beings, we are driven and hardwired for connection. And if we are not present in our body, in our state, in our mind, then we can't connect with our own thoughts, which means that we're going to not be able to connect with those people around us as well. Okay, so thoughts, feelings, actions. And I wanted to jump into some stuff that I see on a regular basis around how different coaches and different business owners, how their mindset is affecting their business and it's holding them back, okay? Now, when I think about running a business, there are so many different topics, right? Like different um, areas that we need to focus on to run a sustainable business. And that is definitely another podcast for another day. But I wanted to talk about um, a few of them. Now, the first thing I'm going to talk about is the first topic is being an actual coach and, you know, doing the things that doing the things that encompasses being a coach. So when we think about coaching and the career of being a coach, there's many things that we do, right? Many people believe that we just motivate people on a regular basis, but quite literally, um, that's only such a small part of what we do. But being a coach, 100%, you know, an element of what we do is motivating, inspiring, influencing people to want to make positive change in their health and fitness. Another thing that we do as a coach is we obviously work on having the technical abilities to help someone execute the movements. Um, We also go ahead and troubleshoot lifts. Um, We write programs. We, you know, we help them with goal setting. We help our clients to then work through some of the things that are holding them back. And that's when those quote unquote soft skills is, uh, the soft skills is, is where we need to spend our efforts. Now, the soft skills is obviously things like having empathetic conversations, um, building trust and rapport with our clients having the courage to call our clients on their BS when they need that as well. So as a coach, it's a multifaceted job, career. um, And if you, if you don't actively work on your mindset, you can, the, the way that you feel will influence your coaching abilities. So I've been, um, I've been in the industry for just over seven years now. And I'm a good coach. I'm I'm a really I'm a really fucking good coach. But that was definitely not like I definitely didn't feel that way or think that way when I first got into the industry, right? Um, because like anything, when you start something, it's you have to learn skills and you have to build confidence around this new endeavor. And I got into the industry when I was 24, um, and I'm currently 32. So I've had many, well, not many years, I'm still very new to the industry. Um, I've had years of putting in effort to become a better coach. And the things that I've done to build confidence and 
build skill sets and invest in my career is through a heap of courses. So I've done so many courses that have been different around all of these facets of being a coach. So technical, you know, technical um, courses like learning how to squat bench deadlift, um, being a powerlifting coach, um, doing a course around goal setting. It wasn't definitely called goal setting, but doing stuff around soft skills, um, doing internships for three days, doing courses around sales, doing courses around nutrition. I have spent and invested a lot of money and time on building my knowledge as a coach. And the reason I did that is because when I was 24 and for, I would say, the first three years, um, I had enough of uh, insight to, to know that in order to get better, you have to invest time to build these skill sets. And so that's what I did. I just did a, such an influx of learning to give my son, give myself the chance to get better and gain confidence and gain skills. And nothing changed like automatically, right? It wasn't just one course that made me go, oh my God, I'm a great coach now. It was an accumulation of doing these things over and over again. And that's how my mindset started to shift because we have to remember in just a little interjection here and a little asterisk, our mindset doesn't doesn't necessarily change or shift in one big moment. Our mindset has shifts because of these little these little events that add up and stack up over time. Okay? So every time I did a course, I would then take those learnings and give them a try. So if I learn a particular cue or I learned, um, you know, a new strategy or a new programming technique or whatever it might be, um, I tried that and I experimented with myself and then with my clients and I found that there was positive income, uh, positive outcomes and the results that the client was after, I could help influence. And so every time I did that through repetition, my mindset started to grow and get tuned in to this positive bias and to, you know, giving me evidence that I was becoming a good coach. And when you get into this industry, guys, you know, I, I classified for myself the first three years as a learning curve. Um, I haven't really come to flourish as, as a coach until the last, I would definitely say two years. And that's because it does take time and effort. And I do think sometimes that we want to rush it. And we, we sometimes think that we should be further along. But, you know, I'm at the core of it, a strength coach. And I always come back to strength analogies because I'm just so hardwired for this. And, you know, we talk about building strength in the physical body, right? It takes repetition. In order to get better at squatting, you have to do reps upon reps upon reps to ingrain movement patterns. And that is the same with changing your mindset and influencing your mindset to be a positive one and influencing your mindset to know deep down that you have the knowledge and the skills to be a good technical coach. Okay. And then on the other side, when it came to um, having the soft skills, holy moly, like this stuff is hard, right? And I knew that, I didn't know this straight up, but 
I had an inkling that if you don't have your own shit, um, not down pat because we always have our own shit going on, but if you can't control, understand your own stuff, then that is going to influence how you show up for your clients. Okay. And so that's when I went on an, like a huge immersion around doing my own stuff and understanding my own thoughts. And by doing that and really getting into the nooks and crannies around how I feel when, I, you know, when I'm tired or how I feel when I'm motivated and the thoughts that I have when something doesn't work out, um, that meant that I could be in a better position, not necessarily say that I could do it for clients, but I could be in a better position to then understand and put myself in their shoes, okay? So during those three years of my career, the first three years, my mindset was, if you want to be in this industry and you want to have a career as a coach, you got to learn, girlfriend. You've got to be, you've got to be open to being at the bottom of the rung and being at the bottom of knowledge, and then just absorbing from there. Okay. Whereas, you know, us in the industry, um, we know that it's such a high turnover in the fitness industry. And one of the things that I sometimes see is that coaches feel like they, like this might sound harsh, but this is, you know, it is what it is. Um, coaches feeling like they know it all and coaches sticking to one methodology of training, coaches thinking that this is the right way, this is the wrong way, this is the exercise to gain this, this is the program to do this. And I see coaches like that exiting the industry because they haven't got that mindset of wanting to expand, grow and explore. Okay. So if you don't think that way, and if you don't start tuning your brain to understand that and, and really take that in, then you're not going to absorb any information and you're not going to seek out information for one. Okay. So your mindset will heavily affect your abilities as a coach and your abilities to seek out how to get better as a coach. And we know that your abilities as a coach will heavily influence the results that you can achieve for your clients. And of course, if you can't help your clients get the results that they're after, then why the hell are other clients going to come to you? How are you going to attract other clients? How are you going to keep people um, in your business and keep people training with you if you can't produce the results that they're after. So I think that's a, a pretty good one to, to jump into first because we can all relate to coaching because we are coaches in some capacity or have been coaches in some capacity. Now, another one that I want to jump into is if you run a business, I hear this all the time. I don't like sales. I don't want to sell. Um, and I was like this when I first got into the industry, right? It's scary. Um, it's, oh God, I'm not a very good salesperson. I, I don't want to seem too pushy and I don't want to ask for money, blah, 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 blah. But guys, girls, people, if you're in this industry and you run a business and you're, you're, you know, you're wanting to increase your business and increase who you serve, then you're going to have to sell. We are a service-based industry, okay? And when I really started to reframe what sales is, 
holy shit, I love it now. It's so much fun. Sales to me is not about asking for money. It's not about, you know, hard selling or pushing or, um, yeah, going down that realm. It's for me, sales is all about conversation and sales for me now is it's, it's so cool because I have the ability to quite literally, if someone is in the capacity to, you know, change and in the capacity to want to do more and better, then we can actually change the trajectory of someone's life and we can produce some fucking cool outcomes, right? So that's what sales means to me now. And I love having these conversations when we have um, a lady come into our facility because it's an opportunity for me to help her see what she's capable of. And your mindset around sales, if you go into the sales process thinking, you know, it's it's going to be too expensive or um, they, they're not going to buy, they're probably going to have to like talk to their partner or I'm not sure that I can charge that much, then of course, the way you think is going to influence the way you feel. You might feel awkward about it. Um, you might feel a little bit like jammer about it. Jammer is such a New Zealand word. Um, so it does mean awkward. And if you, you know, if you feel like awkward and you feel a little bit like, oh, I don't know if it's my place to do so, then that's going to influence the actions you display in that sales process. You're not going to feel confident in your abilities. You're not going to be able to be assertive and lay out your training plan for the next three to six months for your client. And your client's going to feel that too. And she's she or he is going to think, well, okay, well, I'm coming here because I need to gain some control with my health and fitness. So the way that you think about the sales process, whether you see it or not, it is going to influence how you show up in that hour that you might have in that consultation process. And it will influence the actions you take. It will influence the body language. It will influence how you talk, the tone. And if you feel like I am here to have a conversation and help serve you, then you're going to show up as that empathetic, caring um, warm person. And that's, you know, that that's a huge thing. Okay. So that's a big one that people just are like, I don't want to sell. So if that's, if that's something that you feel, then the next thing we need to do is, well, how the fuck do we change our mindset or influence our mindset? Now, I genuinely think that people, people think there is an ABC one, two, three way to influence their mindset. And guys, there is not. And this is why I think that so many people start shifting and uh, shifting and exploring their mindset, but then jump out because it's really gray, right? There's no black and white. And I can't give you a step-by-step guide of what you need to do in order to change your mindset, but I can give you some little tidbits and some advice on where to start and where to go. And as we keep going through this process, as you start to see these positive outcomes come to fruition, what that does is it starts to get more buy-in around what you're doing, okay? But we need to be under no illusion that mindset work is easy. Um, In 2016, that's when I truly began to go deep on this shit. 
And oh, for the first year, like, yeah, the first year, I didn't feel like I was getting anywhere. It was messy. It was uncomfortable. It was, I stopped doing it in periods of time and then I jumped back in and then I just, yeah, it was tough guys. And, but as I kept going back in, it become not easier, but I could see more wins and I could see more evidence to suggest that what I was doing was giving me some positive outcomes. So I kept chasing that and I kept going, okay, well, this is what you want. So you got to show up and you got to do it. And I didn't used to, I didn't think like I think now. Um, I had, I had little glimmers of it and I had little times where I felt like, holy shit, I'm understanding what's going on upstairs. But there were other times where I didn't. And all I can encourage you to do is that when you have that thought around something, so whether about whether it's about your coaching abilities or your your thoughts around selling, you need to stop and you need to recognize that and you need to write that down or talk to someone about it or well yeah like I you know what else are you going to do I don't think it's I don't think you need to just sit there and internalize it. That's obviously a good start because you want to have that feeling and then start to explore it. But I think it's really important to start verbalizing it. So if you're saying to yourself, I'm really not great at sales, uh, it makes me feel uncomfortable, then think that thought in your head and let those feelings of that just just kind of be. Um, you know, the, the, the feelings that might come as well, it's never going to change. Um, I'm not cut out for this. My business is not going to grow. I can't charge what I can't charge more. Um, like let it be, let it sit. Don't necessarily try and change it immediately. Just let it sit and simmer. And then once it's there, we need to start taking that. Oh, like we need to let the fire around that kind of settle. Okay. And we need to start putting that fire out a little bit. And every time we explore that thought, whether it's journaling, writing it down yourself, or whether it's verbalizing through with a friend or a mentor, you put a little bit more water on the fire and it doesn't become as scary. Okay. So like strength training, um, mindset work, it it's like strength that needs a lot of repetition, right? And mindset work and exploring the thoughts that we're feeling need high repetition. So don't expect that by exploring that thought one time that you're going to get a big shift and you're going to be fantastic at sales. It ain't going to work like that, girlfriend. But you got to do it over and over again. So if you think you should at sales or you think you are, are a terrible te technical coach or you think you don't have the soft skills, then that's what we need to look at. And that's what we need to talk about. Okay. So start to explore that. Well, why do I feel like I'm a shit technical coach? Is it because my client, her squats have looked terrible from day dot and we're six months in and nothing has changed? Think about that. Talk about that in your head. Talk to that. Talk about that with others. And then start to put the fire out with a little bit of water and start to get some perspective. Well, why is it that your client squats look shit zero months in and six months in Let, let's open that is it because you haven't been fully present when you're in a session with that client is it because you haven't done any 
further reading and started to look at what are the reasons why this person's falling forward in a squat or whatever it might be. Is it because you haven't looked at like the videos that your client sends to you properly? Is it because you haven't understood uh, the biomechanics of a squat? There are going to be so many reasons as to why the your client's squat is still not as great as it should be six months in. And that comes back to you. And it's not about like highlighting your shit and like uh, and bringing up where you're failing or anything like that. But if you want to get better and you want to be a good technical coach and you want to help your your clients squat 100 kilos, then guys, you've got to be able to think and acknowledge and then make some change from there. And the first times you start doing these these things and these tasks, yeah, your mind might go to that negative because our mind has got a negative bias, right? Meaning that we want, well, meaning that our mind will go to that negative aspect pretty easily. I have a negative bias, um, but I know that I've got a negative bias. So therefore I do an influx of positive shit to push that negative bias out. Hence why I read, hence why I listen to podcasts three times a day when I'm driving, hence why I write things on my phone and have conversations with other people that feel the same way around mindset and and exploring and getting better. Because if I don't do that, um, I know that my negative bias could take over. Okay? But that's only me taking the time to understand what I'm like. I'm under no illusions that I'm a positive, uplifting, motivational, empowering, blah, blah, blah person most of the time. Like, um, and I think sometimes people that know me see, think that. They think that, oh my gosh, she's always so happy and she's always so confident and empowered and like she's in flow. And those moments when you see me is because I've worked really fucking hard to get there. And I work really hard on a daily basis to make sure I show up like that. Um, And that's why I do these things and do these things on a regular basis. Okay. So it's, if you think about those two examples that we've talked about, so your abilities as a coach and your thoughts around sales, of course, that is going to affect your business and it's going to affect the outcomes that you get for your clients. If you're not a good technical coach in your mind and you're not doing the things that you could be doing to help change that, then your clients are not going to be able to squat in six months time and eventually they're going to piss off you. Like they want to get results. So you've got to be looking to change your mindset and the only way you can look to change your mindset is by recognizing how you feel now and the things that go in your head now. And you can go ahead and start to change your abilities as a coach, but only if we first recognize what's going on, okay? And on the other one, if we think about your thoughts around sales, if we constantly think sales is like that, we're going to feel that way when we show up to a sales conversation and a sales consult, or we might not even make phone calls and call referrals and call leads because we're like, oh, I feel uneasy about doing sales anyway. So, we have to first understand and recognize that this is how I think about sales and the sales process, that it makes me fucking uncomfortable. And then we need to confront that 
and change the outcome. So guess what? If you feel uncomfortable around sales, then what can you do to put yourself out there and make yourself feel uncomfortable on a daily basis? One of the things to give you an example, this literally just popped into my head. Um, when I used to feel like that and think um, think about the sales process like that, um, one of my mentors actually gave me a task, uh, which was to confront how uncomfortable I felt around the sales process. And it wasn't to go ahead and sell every day, um, but just to get out to, to, to kind of what's the word or what's the way to explain it, um, to jump into being uncomfortable as a whole on a regular basis. Um, he gave me a task of doing live um, live vids on Facebook every day for 30 days. Holy shit. I remember that Hayden. That was really uncomfortable. And I remember it was only like a five minute um, video, but I would like sit in my car and then I would like video myself. And then I'd be like, <sighs> like so out of breath at the start that I was red. My skin would break out in, in red blotches. And I was so up in my, my breathing was so short and then I would finish the video and then I would click like hit delete. You know how you can hit delete on the Facebook lives and then go, okay, cool. Start again. And in fact, I did this this morning with this podcast. I did it like five times and I was like, you know what? Just fucking start and just go. It might be short of breath at the start, but fuck me, you'll ease into it. And I have, <laughs> um, but I remember doing that. And by the end of the 30 days, do you think I was uncomfortable to do live vids again? No. No, I wasn't because I had that repetition and that's something that actually helped with my sales process because I was confronting how uncomfortable that I was feeling. So I hope this has made sense today. You know, we know guys, we know that mindset affects our business, but we need to really recognize and acknowledge how it truly is affecting our business. And then we need to start jumping into that head fucking first and doing some stuff that is going to confront those fucking fears and those demons because we can change our outcomes and we can get those things that we want to get and we can achieve those goals that we're after. All right, I'm going to pop some of these details in the show notes and just um, just give you some kind of bullet points. And if you want to reach out, you know, if you want to ask me um. Ro, what's something that I can do to help confront this fear and confront this thought to change my feelings and produce a different outcome? Let me know. Send me a DM, send me a message. All right. All right, guys. I'll see you later. Slash here. Talk with you later. I'm not going to see you all in person, but I hope you have a good day and I'll speak with you soon. Bye. Thank you for spending this time with me. I hope you got some good stuff out of this episode and you're ready to take the learnings and apply it to your own business. If you want to get in contact with me, send me a message through Instagram or send me an email, Rasheen H on Instagram or Rasheen at barbellbabesbrigade.com.au. Speak with you soon. Okay, bye.